You're looking at some severe storms that could pop up, uh, according to the Weather Service, uh, Friday. We'll keep our we'll keep our eye on that. Uh, weather brought to you by Iowa City Burger Hall on the Ped Mall. Hawkfanatic.com brought to you by Patrick Eads. Everyone at Deary Brothers, Ford, Lincoln. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROSE. GT Car and his crew at Supel Siding and Remodeling. The Ox Yoke Inn and the Amanas. Premier Automotive, North Liberty. Hit a deer called Premier. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. And Big Dog Satellite, Internet and Solar. Don't call an 800 number. Call Kevin and his crew at Big Dog, a premier dish authorized retailer at 338-6600. From hawkfanatic.com, here's Pat Hardy. Well, good morning, Pat. Morning. How are things? Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Well, I think uh, that's pretty good then, I'd say. It's as good as it's going to be, right? In this type of weather, yeah. Yes, it's, it's warm. It's warm enough. Podaski has his air on. No. I walked by his house yesterday on my walk, and yeah. he's got his air on, so he's going to keep it on as long as it stays this hot and humid. So even Richard has a breaking point. <laughs> but I noticed he was outside when I walked by. Yeah, was he wearing a parka, though? No, he was not. He was fully clothed, <laughs> but he was not inside enjoying the air. He was outside. But I was in the midst of a five-and-a-half-mile walk, so I couldn't really make fun of him thinking i'm going to do it today too but i better do it before noon or it's going to be well it's already 80 i know when i was 83 when i went yesterday and it was it was yeah. tough well 80 is a lot better than 95 yeah i mean if i get done by 83 is what it feels like out there now yesterday i went from what about 10 30 and i was back by noon but it was hot that's a good walk though yeah, I've got this route that I, I take the trail down to Muscatine Avenue and go through Creekside Park and then mm-hmm. go up to 7th Avenue, take 7th Avenue. You know that nature trail that's right off of Sheridan that mm-hmm. connects, I believe it's Sheridan, connects it to Kirkwood? Yes. Take Kirkwood up to Kirkwood Court and take that down. Have you ever heard of Friendly Avenue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got all these stone cobble homes and stuff down there. I go the, to, the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah, they're very friendly. There. Yeah, And I take Friendly, and then I take that to Marcy, then I take Marcy back up to Kirkwood to Summit and then go around. Yeah, it's a, it's a long walk. It's a, yeah, I've been doing, it for, been doing it for a while, and then I ruined it all last night by drinking beer and eating pizza and chicken wings and chocolate chip cookies. So, <laughs> sounds like a comfort <laughs> food kind of well, night. Well, I actually didn't feel bad, though. When I, I had two personal pan pans. Have you ever had a pizza up personal pan? Uh, yes, but I mean, not for a long time. They're small. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're like basically the equivalent of one big slice of pizza. I ate two of those and six chicken wings. So that really wasn't a ton of food. I like those personal pans for some reason. They cut them into four tiny pieces, mm-hmm. but they are small. I mean, one of, one of them I don't think would qualify as a dinner, would it? Not for some. But I've always liked them. I've always, yeah. and I think they're four ninety nine a piece or something like that. And I love their buffalo hot chicken wings at pizza. I just love the sauce they use. Yeah. So... Well, it sounds good to me. Pizza and wings. That sounds like yeah. A, it's like the fourth time I've done it now in like the last few months. I mean, if I do it once a month, that's not bad. Nope. nope. The problem with like when I order pizza though, it's usually at ten o'clock at night after drinking. You know, it's not like a, hey, I'm going to eat pizza and then go work out, or hey, I just worked out, I could sure use some pizza. Yeah. You know, for me, it's always, you know, music cranking. You know. You've had a few beers, you're hungry, you don't want to go to bed yet. All right, I'm going to just ruin the day by eating a bunch of pizza. Yeah, we seem to do pizza about once every couple of weeks. 
I used to be once a week. Yeah. Sometimes twice a week. It, out of convenience and just how easy it covers yeah, something. cheap, that, usually. Yeah, and that's and the delicious. bad. Delicious. When sports is on full time, I get into bad habits. You know, I run out of time. I blow things. Oh, I'll just eat something later on at night. Then I never want to cook at 10 o'clock at night after I've covered something. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You order pizza. Sure. And I've sort of gotten out of that habit, but... But yet, oh, and hey, um, you saw, I mean, Iowa's taking a lot of criticism right now for how they allegedly handled this thing from a operational standpoint, the elimination of sports. Mm-hmm. You, you saw, I think, the DI talked to a student who said, hey, Barta came in for like two minutes, said, we're done, we're sorry, and then handed it over to some other people. Then Pat Forty wrote a skate. Of, did you read his? I didn't. I basically just, it, just said it's all money, all that matters to Iowa. They don't care about these. So I reached out to Steve Rowe yesterday. I said, hey. If Gary wants to, I know it's probably a long shot with this short a notice, but if Gary wants to come on tomorrow morning to respond to these accusations, allegations, whatever you want to call them, um, we're, we're more than we're 9 to 11. He's the mic's his, and, and he was obviously busy, but Steve Rowe did, they did issue a statement that I'm going to read. All right. I will read this. This is basically in response to the criticism. This, okay. It says, Pat, if you would like, if you would like, please use the following. We all feel terrible for our student athletes and coaches. We are sorry that some feel this was handled this wasn't handled appropriately. Meetings were turned over to sports supervisors, compliance and academic student services staff who work with each team on an almost daily basis and would be most familiar with the student athletes and the questions they may have. Thank you. That's how I assumed it was handled. And I I'm not going to pick a side on this thing. People are going to feel the way they want to, but if Gary didn't handle it right, you know, I don't have enough information, but I could see Gary handing it over to his workers who are more familiar with the team. But if he didn't stay in there long enough and that hurt the feelings of the athletes, and that's something that can't change. But I don't think there's anything wrong with the people who deal with these teams on a daily basis handling the questions in mm-hmm. that situation. They probably knew more of the answers than Gary, but Gary's also the athletic director, so someone could argue and say, hey, he should know everything that's going on. So, I, so we're not seeing uh, other schools dropping Oh, programs I mean, Stanford, right now, how many did Stanford drop? Oh, yeah, they did. You're I right. mean, it's just, yeah, you're seeing other schools drop. Yeah, it, and this is just the beginning. But right now, you're not going to see schools in the, the three conferences that right. are still, because they still think there's a chance, even though, I mean, what now I saw is Alabama going to let 25% of their fans in the stadium. Is that what I saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still think it's a pipe dream. I, I do too. I still just, I mean, I've been saying this since, we, since all this stuff, I will be stunned if they get through these college football seasons without any hiccups. I mean, look, Regina's begging to find an opponent right now for their season opener in football. Uh, Sugar Ray said this morning, what did he say? Well, I've, I've got Mount some. Pleasant? Well, I've got some. Maybe. I don't want to say anything on the record. There's a couple things that they may have to drive somewhere to meet a team halfway, but I don't want to say anything until it's official. I talked to Marv yesterday, and yeah, they're working on a couple scenarios. There's a team from up north near Mason City, maybe playing in Waterloo, what have you. There's also like something down south, like yeah. There's a couple things in the works right now, but just the fact that it's Wednesday and they're trying to find an right. opponent because the team that they played was scheduled to play couldn't play the opener because of COVID. I mean, that's this the might world. happen. Every week. That's the world we live in. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. you know, we're supposed to do a game on Friday. Would you be stunned if by between now and Friday we found out that one of the – I mean, nothing would surprise me. Would I me. be stunned? Absolutely not. Nothing would surprise no. me. Nothing would surprise me at this stage. But that's Iowa's response to this. And, I mean, you can think about this. Th- I feel terrible for the athletes. I, 
I genuinely think Iowa feels bad that they had to eliminate sports. I don't think there's people celebrating, hey, we figured out a way to get rid of those teams and save money. I don't think that's going on at all. I think. See, I have to think that, you know, of all the athletes who have been, who were swimmers here at Iowa, that they could raise a couple million dollars a year easily. But Iowa doesn't to, seem to interested. Keep them alive. Iowa doesn't seem interested in doing that. I don't get it. Hello. Can I read things right that in uh, March of 2021, Iowa City holds uh, is the host of the yes. 2021 yes. NCAA Swimming Championships? Yes. yes. And will that be their last time to compete then, our students? I would imagine I would, I would, so. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, no, I would imagine that would be it. Yeah, if they choose to stay here. My guess is, my guess is a lot are going to leave. But, yeah, I mean, that's true. but it's you getting know, running out of time. There's over 500 cases on the University of Alabama campus. Uh huh. But the fact is, there could be 5,000, and they're still not going to mess with SEC football. They just won't. We'll see. There comes a point. There where, comes a point where you have to. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, you're, you're, I think you're right to a certain extent, but we're in also in uncharted territory right now. I, I mean, I, I mean, it would not surprise me if even Alabama at some point says, wow, we better do something. I, I mean, yeah, I saw that Alabama has over 500 cases on campus right now. And I was probably most of them are probably asystematic and not a big deal. I get it. And Iowa is one of the three worst in the, in the country, country. And, and Alabama's got four times, yep. over four times that. Well, wow. I, I keep hearing from people that Iowa City is going to get worse here it in the is. next week to two weeks, it and is. it's going to all start on campus. Yeah, that's no, where it's starting. No question. We're going to be a national hotspot here. Thanks, well, I mean, Colin. You have, you know, the bars are elbow to asshole. And mm-hmm. He is right though about they're going to do whatever they can in the SEC to play football, and some people admire that. That's yeah. you know, it's I guess it's how you, everybody has a right to have their opinion, how they feel things should be handled. But what you can't deny are the facts, and there's almost 180,000 dead with social distancing, and I, you know, I'm. I call me a scared libtard. Tell me to go hide down in my basement. That's I got a couple of those yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a couple of those. Yeah, you're just a libtard. Why don't you go hide? You know, why don't you go hide with daddy? Well, my dad's been dead for two years. I couldn't hide with him. You know, whatever. And I just get so tired of that. Hello, Captain Steve, Pat and Thomas, Matt down in Tennessee. Man, I got a little good news for you guys. All I right, that? we can Stands use about it the, about the COVID. So I live in Putnam County, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, about 80 miles east of Nashville, smack dab in the heart of Trump country. Okay. okay. And my wife is a, my wife's a teacher in the in the county school system. All right. And we are in week four right now. When you know we start early, and they had initially said masks would be optional in the schools, and then at the last minute they said no, no, we're going to make everybody wear masks. And to date, everyone's wearing them. Kids are complying. Nobody's having any trouble with it. And they've got a dashboard that shows the positivity rate and the number of kids quarantined. And the positivity rate has stayed, I guess, right about 0.2, Oh, that's fantastic. That's great news. Which means, yeah, which means kids are bringing it, you know, because there's no mask mandate in the, in the county or the city. So kids are bringing it home, but they're not spreading it in the classes. Okay. That's great. That, no, that that's is it. great. That is. And Absolutely. they're not killing their parents? Yeah. No, but, well, I <laughs> Maybe parents might be killing them. I don't know. Um, that's where they're getting it. They, you know, their parents are bringing them because trust me, it's business as usual in town. Now that's yeah. good to hear. Now we're different up here because we got a major college where kids pack into bars at night and they're not social distancing or wearing masks. So, we're... right. And we've got a small college here, Tennessee Tech, and they just oh. came back oh. this week. 
That's... And I think there's been a couple pictures of the kids, you know, doing the same thing. Now, that's we'll not a real small that, college. But... Don't they play Island football? Yeah, we've played That's it. a Division One school. How big, how many students do they have? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. 20,000, maybe they're one oh. double A. Well, wow. So it's not a real small FCS school. Okay, so I guess you guys can relate right. a little bit, so. Yeah, but anyway, I just wanted to pass that No, along. I appreciate well, that. You work, Thank you. you. Wear them. Guess what? You yeah, the, you're right. Thank you very much, and you are correct. Uh, hey, thank, thank you. you. Go Hawks. Yeah, yep. go Hawks. I mean, I have my Good mask. Call. I have my mask on now. Um, it was funny. I was in Hy-Vee yesterday, and there was everybody was wearing a mask except for one lady. She had it on, but she had it down around her neck. Yeah, I, I don't get that. I don't. What the hell? Was she hiding hickeys or something? I don't know. I just I don't get it. I don't get. I you was, got it on. Wear it. Nobody from Hy-Vee told her to put it on. Which I was getting gas the other day, and there was. Same things. This woman that had two kids with her, and they had their masks. And she on, didn't. And the woman had hers around her chin. I was getting gas last night around ten thirty, eleven o'clock on the couch. <laughs> bet. Get it? I'm going back to the pizza. Gotcha. Thing. Yeah. Get it, Captain? Yeah. Captain, I did hear yeah. you guys for a few minutes yesterday. I was driving, and Captain, you 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 put out some false information. You lumped me right. together with the media who claims to worship Portillos, and I've never said. Oh, I don't. No, you said me and Bromelkamp. I've never okay. been a huge fan of Portillo's. I don't okay. mind well, it. Then I... I don't mind Portillo's. You can get a decent meal, but it's not a religious experience like some in the media believe it is. Or same with Five Guys. Five, I think, five Guys I think to me is just tremendously I would much overrated. Eat, I'd much rather eat at Portillo's than Five Guys. But every time I eat at Portillo's, it's never quite, especially the Italian beef, it's never quite as good as I've been told it no, is. No, it's it always is, dry. It's, yeah, it's dry and it, it, there's nothing to it. There's it, really nothing to no, it. No, it doesn't have much taste. Now, I will say you do get a decent amount of food when you go to Portello's, and they do have ribs and lasagna, all the stuff. Everything's average, but it's not bad. But no, I, I, I'm i sort of kidding, but I was happened to listening because there are Big Ten media people just worship Five Guys in Portello's, yeah. and I don't get it. I don't either. I've no. never understood the Five well, Guys. Well, I was looking forward to get a lot of fries. Know. Yeah. We, well, we, we went to Davenport when they... First opened up. Are we talking our, Five Guys or Portellos? Portellos. Uh-huh. And uh, met the kids. And I just didn't think it was... I mean, it was what okay. Did you get? I got the Italian beef. I mean, nothing's bad. Everything, like a burger, sure. anything you're going to get, a Chicago dog is going to be had, decent. But it's not like... I've really, had an Italian beef uh, when they had them at Arby's that was just as good. Well, I think Arby's got some of the best French dip. That yeah. Arby's yeah. French dip They're sandwich good. is incredible. Yeah. I love it. But no, the Portellos thing with Portellos, you got so many different things to choose from. They do give you a decent amount of fries, and it's okay price. You can eat there for ten bucks. Five Guys, you can't eat a combo meal at Five Guys for less than fifteen. And I just, I just don't get it. Mm-mm. Never, well, I have never. You know, we've gone by there, but you've got to go in. There's one here in town now, right? Yeah. Where is oh, it? Oh, you can carry out, can't Coral- you? Well, I guess you could carry. We just didn't. You know, we. Where is it in Coralville? It's uh, kind of down, down, down the strip, down towards closer to Lowe's. Yeah. Oh, down there. I see. I haven't yeah. been. I haven't been. Um, kind of Coral Ridge-ish. Have you Have you been there since it opened? No. I haven't either. No, I haven't either. We've gone by there and go. Well, there's. We oh. are eating outside. But I've eaten at Five so, Guys three not, times in my life. I'm not going to drive cross town during a pandemic to spend fifteen dollars for a combo meal. No. No. Not. I mean, no, and it's really cheap at, uh, you know, if you go to like Freddy's. Freddy's is pretty cheap. Hell, I'd rather get it. And it's Freddy's good. Is, is damn I'd, good. I'd rather yeah. get a freshly made quarter pounder with cheese from McDonald's for five bucks. Sure, me too. Uh, Freddy's isn't very expensive. It, it really isn't. And the fries are really good. Yeah, I've never yeah, had are. Freddy's. It's so. real good. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, that was, um, no, I heard you guys talking about that yesterday and, and, 
But the the thing with the elimination of sports, I mean, Iowa is taking a beating right now, but that's what happens when you make controversial decisions like this, when you make tough decisions like this. But I try to see both sides to it. I really feel for the athletes. But, I mean, you can accuse Gary Bardo of a lot of things, but I don't think you can accuse him of not caring about the athletes at Iowa. Well, no. I just think that's too much. And he didn't make this decision he didn't, unilaterally this decision, No, this decision was made by a lot of people for a lot of reasons. And people are like, well, why don't you start cutting from football? Well... If you stop cutting from football and nobody else cuts from football and you lose your competitive edge and then football becomes crap, then everything no suffers. I no know that money. that's it's business. It is a business. And football is the moneymaker in this business. And you got to be competitive. Yeah. I mean, it's an arms race in football. And all the stuff that Iowa's done to keep up with football, they're doing it because everybody else is doing it. No, exactly. It is an arms race. And if you start losing in football and losing football fans and what have you, it's – that's bad for everybody. Hello. Hey, guys. Pat Forty is a piece of you-know-what. <laughs> you know, uh, Stanford cut 11 sports. Why ain't he writing about that? Maybe he did at the time. He does seem to be one of these guys who likes to parachute in and spread misery. He, I will say he always seems to have kind of a negative gloom and doom slant to him. I've, I've only met him a couple times. But, but, yeah, no, Stanford did drop 11 sports right away. I mean, they did it. Right away, way sooner than Iowa did. Yeah, actually, I had now, forgotten about it. It was so I'll, long ago. I'll tell you guys this: if you, the reason why those Southern schools really don't uh, like Alabama and them, if they're not going to cut sports, it's because if you ever go to their website and let's say you know how you have um, on Hawkeye Sports or any university, mm-hmm. it'll say men's and women's sports, mm-hmm. and you you click on that and it goes down and you know you look at Iowa and you see. Uh, what is it? Field hockey. You see rowing. You see down in down in them southern schools. It's like football, basketball, baseball, softball, maybe volleyball. They don't have all them other sports like that. I mean, they might have tennis, but as far as rowing, and, well, aren't they required? You know, all that other. Well, they're like, Title that? Nine. By Title Nine, they're required to have. Well, I think what he's saying is they don't have as many sports overall or they don't yeah there's no secret that down south football i mean but football is pretty much the life force everywhere i don't know exactly i mean i guess we could look up i someone want to google see how many sports alabama has right now um but um i don't know about rowing and what have you but they got to be set up to where they have as equal Mm-hmm. Men and women yes. scholarship distribution. Every school has to yes, do that. Yes, that's right. So, but I think what he's saying is that football and stuff is emphasized way more down there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know how many sports. I mean, Iowa went from having 24 to 20 sports. You know, and you can sit here and accuse him of a lot of things. Alabama has 22 sports. Okay, right. so they have two more than Iowa right now. Total of 640 student athletes, 334 men, 306 Women. I mean, you can criticize Iowa all you want here, but hey, Wisconsin gave up on baseball a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Iowa State gave up on baseball a long That's time right. ago. Northern Iowa gave up on baseball a long time ago. Iowa's, you know, I mean, you can find answers to counter accusations. You could do this all day. Hello? Hello? Yeah, hey, guys, I lost you. My no, it's okay. Did you hear he just looked up? Alabama um, has 22 sports. Okay. I don't, I don't know how many... Iowa had, or I, they I, had twenty four. Now they have twenty. Okay, all right. Or they well, will have twenty. There might ain't that big of a difference, but well, I think I probably what you're saying is they don't feature the lesser sports, and they're just pushing their main sports. Is that probably well? How much do we accurate? How much do we feature the lesser? Well, sports Well, at up least here? online, there's a yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, if you, I, 
yeah, I don't know. I, I'd have to look at Alabama's website, but I would imagine each of the teams has their own sport thing on the website. Well, That's, I mean, if if you're on TV and you're going on the on like on SEC Network, and I don't watch it very often, but I mean, the Big Ten will have golf on. The Big Ten will have the rowing championships. I've yeah. never seen any of that on the SEC. Yeah, see, Network. I don't watch it enough to. Where, but yeah, the Big Ten will do that because you know we've gotten on here and complained about why are they putting rowing on when they could be. But no, I'll give you that. The Big Ten has tried to give exposure to most of the sports. Yes. Um. So I'm gonna. Obviously, we have no idea. But as far as basketball goes, um, pretty good chance they're not going to be coming up playing in Sioux Falls this year against Oregon, I would, then, would, Oregon State. I right. would strongly doubt they do. No. And if they do, okay. you're not going to be allowed in. And so why would they go do that if they're not going to allow fans in? Exactly. Man, that was that was awesome. And I, yeah. It's unfortunate. All right, guys, I, just, I think your best I'll, hope. I'll let you go. Well, no, I think the Thanks best hope for, for basketball is a bubble. I think that is the best Definitely. hope. Five, six-week bubble if they can pull it off. I mean, and it's a big if, too, but yeah. I think that's the best hope. NHL and NBA are getting it done with a yeah. pretty much, I mean, no problems. No, but there's a little difference, though, because those are well-paid professional athletes. And we're talking about college students who still have to take full load of classes, whether in person or online, and who are college students. So there's, yeah. there's but it's a, it's just apples and oranges. But you are right; they are making it work in the NBA. They've had a few setbacks with Major League Baseball, but even Major League Baseball is making it work for the most part. It's that they're doing their best. They're doing their best. Yes. All right, guys. All right. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Well, and, you know, sports in the time of COVID, we're seeing, you know, as we mentioned earlier, the high school football in Iowa, you know, already Regina's first game has been canceled. Yeah, they had a tweet out yesterday, please help us find an opponent, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's where we are right now. I mean, anything to try to play, I get it. It's tough. I mean, these seniors, I mean, this is it. Yeah, yeah. It's not like college where you can maybe get another year of eligibility or whatever. You're a senior in high school. You're a senior in high school. This is it. And think about these poor kids that are going into their senior year, how much the end of their junior year and how much their senior years are being. Boy, if you're a graduate, high school graduate of 21, you're, you're going to have quite a story to tell about the last two years of your high school That's career. That's for damn sure. Hello. Why are they ranking the football teams that aren't even playing I don't. Football? I don't know. I, I don't even retweet that That's crap. That's ridiculous. I mean, some people write stories about Iowa being ranked 24th in the so I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. So we – Week six, will Ohio State still be number two or number one? I have good. Job. Well, if uh, Alabama lose or LSU, whoever's maybe number they'll move one, up to number one. Maybe and, they'll move up. Yeah, without even playing, they win the national title without even playing. <laughs> it's strange. It is strange. I did you know, know. see that. I know they're trying to give a, a sense of normalcy, but there ain't nothing normal about and it. And I did write my most. 10 most indispensable players, assuming there is going to be a 2020 season at some point, even if it's in 2021, and assuming the roster doesn't change. Mm-hmm. I'm still not convinced the roster may, the roster could change. I mean, I mean, you saw some SEC school put it out that they're looking for a, corner, a defensive back. Yes. From, you know that's going right to the Big Ten and to the Pac-12. Well, I mean, you bet. You know, if some, I, mean, I don't want to mention any names, but I always got a few defensive backs. I bet that would look pretty, pretty attractive. But oh, here, well, let's take this call. Then. Hello? Hello? You know, Nebraska's already already stayed clamped to their fifth undefeated season in college basketball and college football. There you so. go. Hey, they, that's a good way to do it. And they can pretend that all the games were a sellout, too. Yeah. 
But my my ten most, I think I can go by memory. Um, number one was Spencer Peters, and I wrote not because he's a Grateful Dead fan, which I found out he is. He's a big Grateful, but he's the quarterback. Yes. Whoever is the quarterback is number one on indispensable because you, uh, sure you can't win. He handles without, the ball on every, every play. And th- try to think of a season where Iowa's been really good in football where the quarterback hasn't. Um. I mean, it's just... I really can't. I mean, you could do... I mean, there's been a few... I mean, Nate, Nate Chandler was not incredible in but 2003, he but good. he was pretty solid. He was through for over 2,300 yards. He was pretty good. He was steady. And when it, But it's hard. I mean, if the quarterback struggles, the team... You, so I had him... I had Keith Duncan, number two, because he is so good, and because he's a kicker, and because Iowa plays in so many close games under Kirk Ferentz, where they try to work the clock mm-hmm. and what have you. And then number three, I had Tyler Goodson, just because he's so dynamic as a running back, and he can catch, and he can do so many different things. These weren't necessarily the 10 best players or the 10 top NFL prizes. Mm-hmm. 10 most important because of how good they are and the role they play. Number four, I had Chauncey Golston because he's going to be the anchor of that defensive line, which was gutted. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have defenses design, offenses designed to stop him, so that'll help other players. Number five, I had Alaric Jackson because he's going to be the first four-year starting left tackle in school history, assuming we do have a play. season at some point. Number six, I had Amir Smith-Marset because he's a receiver and a return specialist and does so many different things. Now I'm trying to figure... Tyler Linderbaum? Uh, Linderbaum I had number seven. I have to because it looks like he's one of the top two or three centers in the country, mm-hmm. according to most college football experts. Number eight, I had Matt Hankins because he's by far the most experienced defensive back. He's a good cornerback. He can cover. He can tackle. He's on the leadership group. He's been a steady contributor ever since he's been here, win healthy. Number nine, I had Sam Laporta because he's the next, it looks like he's the next good tight end at Iowa, and we know what role the tight end always plays. And then number 10, I had Jimon Colbert. I took him over Nick Neiman just because he's played a little bit more. And I, I know he did get benched in the bowl game, but I think for the most part, he was their most steady linebacker last year. And Colbert's really good against the pass, and he's good against the run, too. So those are my 10. And of course, it's very subjective. And I still think you could make a case that Tyrone Tracy and Brandon Smith are maybe two of the top 10 best players on the team, but you can't just throw every receiver in there. No. And I think Amir is the most valuable receiver because he's also a return specialist so there i wrote well, that that's a good list so that was my list and yeah. breaking it down that was some serious analysis Break it. Yeah, breaking it down i mean i'm not convinced though that the roster will be intact when they finally do play the 2020 season in 2021 i'm not convinced that i think some changes I, there could be that's some that. personal there's but rumors out there there'll be personnel changes just about everywhere and i guarantee you other Teams from conferences still planning to play are reaching out to players. Oh, I mean, sure they are. Well, Kirk said it. What did he, what did he say? Cannibalism? Yes. Yeah. I mean, and that's Kirk pretty much made it sound like he expects that to happen. So, But so far I have seen, I mean, the moment these guys put their, it seems like now if a guy even thinks about putting his name in the portal, it's eight organizations know about it and they type it in there. And mm. the moment these guys are in the portal, it's all over the place now. You've got rivals has their own. I mean, they all have their own portal thing. Boom. There's a name and it's everywhere. So we'll see. I mean, so far, I mean, obviously the players that you would think about the most wanting to do something would be like a Alaric Jackson or a Matt Hankins or a Amir Smith-Marset or a Brandon Smith. But to me, you're taking a big chance leaving here to go transfer someone this, with this late in the process because let's say you go, let's say Brandon Smith would transfer to Mississippi State or something. Mm-hmm. Let's say Mississippi State plays one game, then they shut it. I'm, then it wouldn't have been worth it. It would not have been. I think they're taking a big risk, and maybe that's why you haven't seen more players. I saw an offensive lineman from UCLA enter the portal yesterday, but I just don't know what they're transferring to. Well, they don't either. 
They think, they know what they're leaving. Yes, they well, know they're that. leaving a, a season that's not going to happen in the fall, and that's what they're trying to. Yeah, I see. I get that. But they don't know. You know, will there be a season in Jan starting in January or February? And they don't know. I mean, these SEC teams, they can say, "Yeah, we're playing. We're playing." Well, we'll see. I, I doubt it. We'll see. Well, I have a feeling they're going to try to play. I'm just not sure how much they're going to be able to sustain. I'm not sure how they're going to be able to handle it if the cases on campuses keep going up. You know, and a lot of the stuff, I've been receiving a lot of text messages from people that work at Iowa very close, and what they seem frustrated about, and they don't want their names to get mentioned because, of course, they don't want to get, Mm -hmm. but they just don't seem really confident that Iowa has a cohesive plan for how to handle this stuff. There's no, it's just kind of just hope and pray and just, you know, be responsible. Well, college kids at 1030 on a Friday night, drunk or not responsible. No, they never have been. And they never will be. And they never will be. And that's the risk you're taking. And there just doesn't seem to be any plan. And a couple of the people are, they're gloom and doomers. I mean, they're, they're saying, like I said, they use the word, it's going to be an outbreak. It's it's, going to be a huge outbreak here. Well, what, they have 111 in Johnson County yesterday? Yesterday, and 108 the day before. I mean. I think 86 or 7 today. Was that right, Steve? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, no, it's getting worse. Yeah. It's getting worse. And it's almost September. And, you know, people are saying the bars and everything, and I'm sure that's contributing some, but it's also the influx of kids from elsewhere. Oh, of course. I mean, it's not just No, it's the a bars. confluence of events yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, you can't just yeah. blame one thing. No. Yeah, so I mean, because we're not going to see what the, you know, the, it's pretty early for the bars to have. This is the influx more than it is the bars. It the bar won't be stuff the bars. in a couple of weeks. We'll yeah. start getting the re- impact from the yeah. bars, I think, in a couple of weeks. And that's why I've been told by people in metal, just say, just just wait. A couple of we- These next two, three weeks are going to be very important, good or bad. You know, maybe we'll avoid a disaster, but they, I've talked to nurses, and they're just not real optimistic. No. They think that they're going to be overwhelmed with cases and just, you know, having to deal with sick people. And that, you know, and then what that does is that puts elective surgeries back on the back burner and everything else, and that's how they make all their money. Yep. So we just went down this road, and here we go again. Yeah, it's just it's depressing. Let's, it is. Let's talk music. As I said earlier, it's Groundhog Day. It is, you know, and I never liked it. Did you like that movie? Loved it. See, I never did. Yeah. I just I tried to watch it. And I've never been a big Bill Murray fan. I know that is just some people will kill me for that, but I, don't, I can't think of a movie he did that I really like. But Andy McDowell's such a a doll in that movie. Yeah, see, I She's don't remember her. Awesome. I mean, I, I oh remember gosh. who she is, but I just, I'm trying to think. He did Stripes. He did Groundhog I like, Day. I like Stripes. Name some more of his movies. Meatballs. Meatballs was probably yeah. his best movie. <laughs> um, Meatballs. You remember Meatballs, Captain? Yeah. He's the summer camp counselor or whatever. What was the golf one he did? Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Didn't like it. I like that. Didn't like it. Love it. Nah, I didn't just like, did love nothing it. for me. Uh-uh. Um, he's done so stripes many stripes. I liked. Hello. Hello. Go ahead. Hello. Goodbye. Yeah. What was that? Yeah, but dialer. Who knows? Hello. Ghostbusters. Yeah. 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 yeah that was a good one. Didn't like it. Like so, Steve, it's going to be 95 today, and you got a long sleeve shirt on. I I had a short sleeve shirt. Well, it's cool in here, and I got air conditioning in the And it's car. black. Yeah. 
I, I, I the shirt I wore this morning itched. You got cold. It just itched. Oh, itched. It just itched. Might as well just put on a burlap jumpsuit. Just washed. I don't make it weird. Would you wear? I've, a ju- I've got a park out in the car. If you want me. <laughs> Would you wear a jumpsuit made out of burlap? <laughs> Hello. How about Scrooged? Didn't like it. I don't know if I saw it. I've seen parts of it. I just, I liked Bill Murray when he was on. I loved Todd Lakota when he was on Saturday Night Live. Oh, Mrs. Loopner. Remember yeah. he had his pants pulled up to his boobs? And uh-huh. I love that character. Todd and Lisa would give her noogies. Remember that, Captain? Yeah. What do you think of that? I liked it. Yeah. I did too. I like, and then remember when he's part of the cooking crew there? Cheeseburger, cheeseburger. I mean, I liked that too. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't, his movies just didn't do much for me. And he's what, still making movies. What's isn't he, he worth? I'd say. Oh, Bill Murray. I'm guessing two, three hundred million. I'll say two fifteen. Yeah. Between two and three hundred million, I'd guess. Yeah, let's look. You gonna look him up? Yeah. And I didn't like some of John Belushi's movies. I mean, I 1941 Neighbors. No. I mean, I Continental Divide was okay. I got a little bored with it. It was good. It was okay. Yeah, it was good to see him do a different role, but. Um. But his Saturday Night Love stuff, I lo- I loved that stuff. Yeah. Okay. What did you say? He said two fifteen. I'm gonna say two sixty. One hundred forty-two million. Wow, oh. man. So pauper. Food line. Hello. Poverty. Hello. I hate to take away, you away from your movies, but did anybody see the no hitter last night? I, I heard about heard it driving about it. in. Yeah, me too. I was watching the Cubs, and, the, and in between all the innings, I always turn back and forth between those to see how they're doing. And when I noticed the Cubs were having problems, I thought, gee, I'm going to go and stick with this other one. It looks like it's exciting. White Sox are better than I thought. They're pretty good. Yeah, they are. It's Tommy Lane, Chicago White Sox. Yeah, and this guy had 13 strikeouts. Yeah, he's a good pitcher. But, yeah, I heard about it coming in here today. Yeah, I did just not... one, one walk. Wow, that's impressive. And then that was a good catch at the very end that saved him. Yep, so. I, that's what I heard you guys on the radio. I heard you guys do the replay. No, that's good. Congratulations. Always exciting to see a no-hitter. Yep, it is. What exactly was the deal that went on in Milwaukee? I just heard bits and pieces of it. I'm, no. Well, uh, police were trying to detain a guy. Talking Milwaukee or Kenosha? Kenosha. Kenosha. You're talking Milwaukee or Kenosha, Karn? Yeah, it was it was yeah, somewhere up around Milwaukee. I mean Yeah, the, well, that's the not Kenosha people then. People were doing a lot of talking no. about it. Kenosha's down by the Illinois Kenosha's down by the Illinois border, isn't it? They tried to detain a, a black person he didn't want to be detained, I guess. Uh they had him he, as he entered his vehicle. They had him by the scruff of his neck. Uh the uh, policeman had him uh there, there were two other policemen there, and uh, rather than block him in or block the doorway or whatever, they decided to shoot him in the back seven times. Oh my! And they uh, so are we talking about Kenosha them. or? Yeah, that's the only thing that's going on in Milwaukee. Uh, well, Ryan, Milwaukee's in, in not Wisconsin. Kenosha, though. That's why I'm confused. No, but it's Wisconsin. Okay, well, yeah, but yeah. they're. I mean, Kenosha. I, I, I heard um, LeBron James mentioned it, and then uh, yeah. <clears throat> on the. Uh, after all the playoff games, the um, you know there's Chuck and Kenny and and Ernie and on TNT on Shaq, they were all giving a big speech about it. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I, thanks, I, I've, guys. I, thanks, thanks, Karen. I mean, I've seen. Don't wear yourself out walking. I won't. I won't. Thank you. Okay. I've seen the video, and my response is, why couldn't they have done something to contain him before he went to the car and? Well, they, gave them perception they that they were at risk. They should have de- de-escalated the situation long before that. 
to where I think their defense will be well, when he went running into his car. We have no idea what he was going to come out. He could have come out with a gun. You know, okay, shoot a guy seven times point blank. No, no, the that's the other thing. But they should have de They should have put yeah. him on the ground and had him down and controlled then. And that's just. Well, of all the possibilities, they chose the, the, worst. the worst. Yes. Hello. Hey, sorry to be on my Bluetooth again. Hey, uh, just just so you're aware, it was Kenosha. Yes. I, yeah, I've been okay. saying that over and over. Yeah. Which is down by the yeah, Illinois border. And, uh, and actually, there was a guy with uh, one of the TV stations last night had a live feed from down there where they were all hanging around the courthouse and stuff. He, he had a live feed for about two, two and a half hours. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was, it, it, it de-escalated pretty quick. I mean, you know, there were people there, then they started bringing in, you know, the, the armored vehicles and stuff, and the people kind of backed off away from them. I guess it must have been the courthouse uh-huh. in Kenosha, I think. I mean, I don't know. So, Didn't somebody get shot and killed? Uh, yeah, two people. Two people got shot and killed. Yeah, you got, here's the deal. So one night you've got this shooting and the officers chasing down the black guy, Okay. Then last night, you've got a white kid with a long rifle, and you've got people in the crowd telling the police, uh, this guy's been shooting into the crowd, and the police let him go. And now they're looking for him. When the police could have stopped him. He's got a long rifle. Well, there's video, there's, of, supposedly, yeah. there's video yeah. of him supposedly being chased, but he's supposedly being chased by people who want to take the gun away from him yeah. because they had just seen him shoot somebody else. Yes. And then he shot, then he got knocked to the ground and then shot somebody in self-defense, supposedly, but they were chasing him because he had supposedly shot somebody. It's just a cluster of, I mean, it's just more of well, the you same. you got militia there. I mean, yeah, this was encouraged. This was freaking encouraged when the, uh, you know, people with guns, took over the uh, Michigan courthouse yep. and uh, and Trump uh, encouraged them and said they're patriots they're patriots yeah. it, it, it it looked it looked pretty ugly around the courthouse or whatever big giant building that mm-hmm. was uh, but that they de-escalated pretty quick around there I probably say within 30 minutes and okay. then everybody backed off into this park or whatever that was connected to that. And I think that's where the other incident happened was right in there. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. Okay. I, I got a scoop. You All right. Thanks. Care. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Mike. Uh, it's, just, it's just unfortunate. It, it just, sucks. It just sucks. It's just more of the same. And our nation is angry. We don't have sports. Well, we do have sports to a certain extent as yeah. a distraction, but not. We don't have fans going to sports. And, you know, it's just. Well, and that's half the fun of it's, it. That's half the fun no, of it. And. I read something, I guess, Paul George, the NBA player who's really been struggling in the bubble. He finally had a good game last night, and he finally came out and said, man, I just, this bubble thing has, I haven't gotten used to it. He goes, I miss the fans. I use the fans as motivation. I use the fans to help me get focused. And he goes, I'm struggling without the fans, and it's affecting my play. Yeah. At least he was honest about it. Now, he could be making excuses, but who knows. But it's different. The bubble is different. And, I mean, I watched, I mean, the problem with the NBA games that I had on yesterday, they sucked. I mean, they were like 40. I mean, they were just not competitive. Yeah. I mean, that Dallas game with the Clippers was a mismatch from the beginning. I turned the Lakers game on, and they were ahead 24 to 8 the day before, and it never was competitive. They need to get through these first rounds so they can get these competitive matchups. And it looks like, the, there. It looks like the NBA is going to, they figured out, they're going to get to this finish line without fans, but they're going to have something. They're going to have an NBA champion, and they're going to, it looks like we're going to have something down there. They're, they're making it work, but they're also making it work with men, with families who don't have school, and it's just, you can't compare. 
yeah. LeBron James to trying to bubble Jordan Bohannon and Luca. It's just a completely different situation. It really is. So, but we'll see. Well, why don't we take a little break and we'll come back and nine forty-five. Uh, well, yeah. Talk about whatever the hell we want. Weather brought to you by Iowa City Burger Hall on the Pet Mall. Here is your KCJJ forecast, and uh, get ready for more sticky today. Sunshine up to 95 this afternoon. It's going to be muggy. The heat index pushing about 100 or so here later today. The wind out of the southwest at about 5 to 15. Clear tonight, 71. Tomorrow, sunny, about the same. Uh, 95, the heat index around 100. On Friday, chance of thunderstorms, partly cloudy. 92, we will cool off back into the low 80s by Saturday and Sunday. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630. KCJJ, right now it's 77. You can hear KCJJ on all your devices through the TuneIn app, powered by McDonald Optical at the Iowa City Marketplace. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. one 800 It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember, Eastern Iowa, say hello to Iowa City Burger Hall. You'll love their fabulous burgers, and you'll fall hard for Joe's favorite, Iowa's greatest season loose meat sandwich. That was great. I'll have another. Iowa City Burger Hall offers delicious appetizers, burgers, chicken sandwiches, tenderloins, salads, and yeah, the fabulous Joe's favorite. Iowa City Burger Hall also has your very favorite cocktails, soft drinks, and domestic and craft beers. That was great. I'll have another. Iowa City Burger Hall, locally owned and operated. Tons of indoor and outdoor seating and great service. 112 East College Street in downtown Iowa City. Iowa City Burger Hall. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional, transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Hertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. As for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate, one of us is always there. Hi, this is Bill Eichstring of the Oxyok Inn. Our doors are open again. Although the way we serve you is different, we're still here and ready to welcome you. We've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe. What hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family. Our Oxyok family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food, attention to detail, and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years. Those values are now more important than ever. Now serving family style, breakfast Saturday, 
Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Oxiocom with you to share at your family's table. Visit Oxiocom.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Oxioc family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxioc Inn in the heart of Amana. You see the same people there greeting you, and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer. Deary Ford in Iowa City. That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me. The ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years. We have to be there for you. Deary Ford in Iowa City. See why people choose them over and over again. DearyFord.com. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. 99 plus KFMH.com continues to be your worldwide home for rock, blues, reggae, alternative, and outstanding new music. Original KFMH jocks are joined by newer voices, playing from a music library that dwarfs anything you'll hear on terrestrial radio. And our weekends are full of great shows, like in now for something completely British, the Heartland Hoot Nanny, the Blue Zone, Stoned on Sunday, Jam Packed, and Off the Beaten Track. We're easy to find. Hear us on your mobile or home device 24-7. We're on TuneIn, Triton, Simple Radio, Alexa, Google Home, and more. 99 plus KFMH.com. From the Hurting and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurting and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. Hawkfanatic.com, we're back. We are back. After uh, recharging our batteries on that little break, Yeah, finding Johnny Bolin on Facebook, Tommy just reached out to him. He may be on Hey Lang. I may have to come into Hey Lang and hey, be a guest on Hey Lang. That'd be great. I think you should if it happens. Well, it'll just depend on what his schedule is. If he can do it between, well, first got to see if he responds. Because mm-hmm. now I'm taking a lot of jokes from people who keep insisting that um, Tommy Bowen, there's a better chance he's going to call <laughs> in than Johnny, even though he's been <laughs> dead for 45 years or whatever it is. He's been dead since 76, so how long has it got for? Almost 45 years. Yeah. I think that night, the mid-70s are almost 50 years ago. 
I remember the mid-70s. Hello? You know, I heard that Thomas Fedone's supposed to announce today. Any, any insight on that? Either, I'm guessing either Nebraska or LSU. I've yeah, been told by... Yeah, I've been told. I've been told by um, people who cover recruiting a lot closer at Iowa than me that they don't think Iowa has been much of a factor for a while. Now you never know. You never say never. But I'm not expecting him to pick Iowa. Have you been? No, but if if you're a top flight tight end prospect, why in the world wouldn't you? You know, Iowa's put so many tight ends into the. Into well, the I mean, yeah, but he's yeah, that's true. But I mean, LSU's. Well, just won a national yeah. championship, and they've. I mean, I you could make an argument for for a lot of a lot of schools. And he's from Nebraska. He was from Council Bluffs, which yeah. is for he lives close. He grew up. Suppose he grew up a Nebraska fan. Yeah. Well, so then that makes sense too. So. And maybe the hope is that Scott Frost is going to change the, eventually change that offense and start using the tight end more. Maybe the, maybe they're telling him, hey, you're going to be part of this evolution of our offense. And but yeah, you're right. Thanks for reminding me. Today is the 26th. That's when he said he's going to announce. All right, thank you. Yep. Yeah. I kind of tuned that one out because I have Just not, because I don't I think just, there's much of a chance. Just, like I said, I don't follow recruiting closely as Tyler and Robin on. They've just said that they don't – there just has been no – even the guys who are constantly saying guys are coming to Iowa haven't been really mm-hmm. strong with this. I don't know, the crystal balls and all that crap. I mean, have you Is read, that 247? I have no idea. Who does the crystal balls, I think Captain? it's 247. But – I haven't been on 247 for I've, four months. I haven't been on it for probably five years. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I haven't been on hard, any uh, of any stuff. of them. I'm not knocking, I just don't, I just don't go on them. I just, especially if I have to pay. I'm not going to pay to yeah. go on a website. That's why I like the fact that our stuff is free still. I don't, yeah. don't want to have to pay to go read Hawkeye stuff. No. Now, if there's free stuff, I mean, I'd rather read free stuff, and you get free stuff by working with your advertisers and somehow figuring out a way to make it work for them too. But Captain, what does your crystal ball say about Thomas Fedoni? Uh, he's not looking down, is he? I would say. <laughs> I don't care. You don't care. What do you think about the recruiting crystal balls, though, <laughs> that make predictions? Uh, well. <laughs> You have to have balls. Yeah, you do. To make In order to make a prediction, it takes some balls, yeah, doesn't it? It does, and that leads us right back to the King Kong discussion. Yes. What's going on with that? There's, I mean, he's a gigantic ape, and he has no genitals. How do we know that? Have you ever seen him? You've seen King Kong. True. Well, have you ever seen his genitals? No, no, I'm thinking because when I've seen him, he's been around hot chicks too because they're usually in his hands. So you would think you would be seeing them. Well, or he would wear like some type of tarp or something to cover. But he doesn't. You guys are on to something here. Has anyone explained to you what's going on? I mean, same with Donald Duck. Yeah. (laughs) He's an abusive son of a bitch. How about Foghorn Leghorn? Uh... Well, he, no, he doesn't wear any. I mean, Fred Flintstone at least covered up something, right? Is that what yeah. we're assuming there? Yeah. Thank God. Hello? Why are you looking at King Kong's junk? Well, you don't see King Kong. Yeah, there ain't any. There's nothing to look see, at. Um, my yeah. question was, well, that, do how do we know it's not that it's not female? And the answer Tommy said, well, it's not Queen Kong. It's King True. Kong. Well, and there could he with the female attraction, I guess he are you suggesting he could be a lesbian? Is that what you're saying? I suggested that too, and 
uh, Captain Steve shot that down, saying that there were no movies about lesbian apes back in the 30s, and I think he's got a good point. True, that's true. No, I, I hadn't thought about the King Kong genitalia thing before. Well, that's, it's just another, th- all things considered. Yeah, it's just something else to, you yeah. know, have to reach out to Gatons about trying to get a guest on to maybe explain that thing. I mean, I, I would like an explanation. What do you think? Who would be, who, who is somebody that could explain that to us? Uh, maybe an animator. What's uh, your favorite King Kong movie? I mean, there's been like... F- I haven't, I gave up after the Dino De Laurentiis that's, one. I kind of did 70. too. I kind of did on that one, too. I mean, wasn't there one really with Naomi Watts or something yes, recently? Yes, yes. And, and Jack know, Black. and Why do they keep redoing these movies? You know, there's been, what, like eight Batman things? See, I've never watched. Batman I've, just sucks. I've never been a Batman no. fan. I've never watched any no, of the movies. The Spider-Man and nothing. Spider-Man, none of that stuff. I've it's seen just... a couple of the Spider-Man ones, and they were okay. You know, Hello? You know, that old King Kong movie might be good for the cancel culture because they wouldn't have to edit anything out. He's already neutral gender. Well, but all of them are. Yeah. Okay. All of them are. I just think I think it's a legitimate discussing, discussion point. Remember the cancel, um, cancel culture? Wasn't that the Boy George band? No, that's Culture, culture Club. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> karma, 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 chameleon. What about that song, Captain? That sucks. I sucks. bet. You didn't, neither one of you guys liked uh-uh. that? Uh-uh. Did you like Boy George? No. I didn't either. Do you really want to hurt me? Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was kind of creepy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for him. And I, and I didn't really like the band very much. Tears for Fears? I love Tears for Fears. More than Culture Club? Oh, my what God. What did you yes. like more about Tears for Fears? They're a good band. Their songs are good. Now, you have to admit, though, Culture Club was very popular. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How about Big Vat? Wasn't there a band called Big or Big Country? Big Country. In a big country. Yeah. I didn't like them. Uh-uh. I didn't know. They were big MTV, mid-'80s. I just never, never got into that crap. No, no. But, um... Oh, I just, this is just such a depressing time right now. Boy, it sure it's just, is. it just really is. And it's just, there's, like Gary said, there's no light at the end of the tunnel yet. Do you think there is? No. And, it, and I've said this from the, from the get go with the, the virus thing is if we knew that the virus was going to be ending on December 31st, then it would be a completely different thing. I mean, people would understand, okay. Just got to do this until December 31st, and then we're back. This thing's never going to be ending. We got to figure out a way to make it like the flu. That's the challenge. And I got my flu shot the other day already. Yeah, I haven't gotten mine yet. I got my last one in December. So I'll get one. I'll probably get one in October. I mean, I don't want to go. It's only been eight months. I'm going to put a little bit more time. I I got my in late December, I think, is when I got my flu shot. Um, So, yeah, but I'm definitely going to get one probably in... I'll probably what God we're almost into September. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. do early October. I'll probably do that. So, and um, until we get a until we get a vaccine, I, I this is going to be the way of life. I think for the foreseeable future because I just think it's too hard to social distance for some people, and especially if you're tempting them with open campuses. What I what I'm worried about is that colleges are going to shut down. They're going to get all their tuition paid. They're going to shut down and blame it on the students. And I. 
don't no. I don't like that because no. there's adults in charge of this thing, and it's to me it looks like the students are almost being set up in some ways to be the blame. You guys agree well, with that? The, yeah, the yes. stu- I mean the students are are stu- they're going to do what their students do. Yes. They're going to get together with other students. They're going to have sex and they're going to drink. And not necessarily in that. Or usually no. it's the drinking <laughs> then the and sex. Then the Wouldn't sex, you agree? Yes. Wouldn't you agree? If I'm thinking but back, but I mean, that's of course they're going to. I'm thinking back to my college as an experience. It was usually never the other way around. I'm, you know, sadly, uh, seldom, sadly, tragically, I should say. <laughs> but no, you're. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, you know, kids are kids. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just being honest, man. I'm nothing here to hide. Oh, there no. was no getting laid. There was no getting laid for me. <laughs> for you in college? No. Why not? No. You just would never put the microphone down, would you? Actually, a lot of, yeah. Well, I worked a lot when kids were out, but um, no. What would you do when Andy would bring little lovelies back to the room? <laughs> what they would buy his, uh, his product and, <laughs> and go then on leave, their way. And then yeah. get a bag of Doritos on their way home. <laughs> yeah. God rest his soul, Andy Mosqueda. We had, honest uh, to God. Tasty tacos the other day. Well, they're sauce mix. Good, isn't it? Oh, it's real. I used to drink Tab, and I'd just say, could you just leave me room? Because we had those dorm fridges. Mm -hmm. I said, could you just leave me room that I could get one freaking can in? Because it would all be filled with weed? (laughs) Yeah, all just packed with weed. I mean, honest to God. (laughs) And now he's dead. He he was a good roommate. Good man. He was a really good good roommate. He was great to my... Yeah. Great yeah. to my cousin. They were married for God, no, 30 he was some a years. Good guy. He would wedge my can in there. <laughs> and and uh, what, what, you know where they had the freezers? Mm-hmm. He bent the uh, the metal up uh, of the freezer so that he could wedge my can. So did you guys stick a lot of towels underneath your door to keep well, the Well, we didn't he didn't Yes. He didn't smoke it there. He, okay. All right. I never lived in the dorms, but I, I was there years. all the time. We, I did yeah. for two. We years. were strictly retail. That's <laughs> that's what people did though. They'd stick the towels underneath the door. And when I say we, it not me. <laughs> well, statue of limitations. If you admitted to smoking weed forty I, years ago, I, I mean, but I never did. No, I, I believe you. But uh, but I mean, yeah, it, I did. But I'd answer the door, and you know these guys with you know piss holes for eyes. And, hey, hey, man! I told you the story though about all the. That's My freshman there. year, about all the people smoking pot in this one room, and they were blowing it out the window because the RA, uh-huh. was, who was very strict, was two doors down, but they didn't realize the RA, who had stinky feet, he would always put a fan sucking air into his room to help control his... <laughs> so, and he knocked on that door, and he said, the guy whose room it was, he said, hey, come here, I got something I want to show you in my room. And he went down there, you couldn't see two feet in front of you. It was all the smoke from that room got sucked into his fan. And uh, uh, that was so. Did he get high from the second hand? He smoke? got high, for, and then a bunch of people got written up. You know, you yep. get written up. That's written up. You know, and they have to remind you that you can't. I mean, that was forty years ago. Hell, pot's still illegal. Isn't that stupid? Well, it's stupid I mean, to have it legal in some states and illegal Siri, in others. It's just yeah, stupid. It's just the whole thing is stupid. I mean, it, people it's just are stupid. Well, just think of the. the the extra money stream. Well, then the people alone. who are against it, okay, then what next? Meth and heroin? No, I don't Has think meth and heroin. Yeah, meth and heroin. And cocaine, the, no. They should not be And legal. I don't smoke it. I, I mean, so it's not, you know. Well, well there's mean, a lot of people I, that want marijuana legalized not yeah. to smoke, to take in yeah. pill form or something to help them. Well, it might help, you know, very seriously. 
it might help me with uh, it might. my arthritis. Well, it might a lot. A lot of these yeah. former NFL players, they're not wanting it so they can sit around and suck on a hookah and get all baked. They want to take almost like instead of using opiates. Well, that's the thing. It could help solve the opioid the crisis, yes. which is a crisis. Exactly, yes. Hello? The worst thing about legalizing pot would be the drive throughs It would slow the drive throughs down because the crew would be all baked. <laughs> and then all the people that are baked to get food, okay. it would be a nightmare. Yeah, well, have you ever gone through the drive throughs I went through one yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, now we're, we're through the direction. We're kind of back to normal. I drive, Iowa, Iowa City is. Yeah. Iowa City is. Iowa City. That's what I meant. Not Cedar. I get yeah. that. But I'm driving on First Avenue, heading north on First Avenue, going home. And I look, and I'm like, wow, the drive-thru at the Wendy's, there's, it's wrapped all the way around, car, 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 and there's four cars in the lane on First Avenue waiting to turn left into Wendy's. You go, what the hell? Yeah. Why does Wendy's have 17 cars deep in the drive-thru? At I don't know, the they same, have a, like listen, a two-for-five thing? Listen, it's, two for the five same, thing. it's the same thing. You try to go from 4 o'clock on. To McDonald's, it's the oh, same I know. Thing. I asked the kid in the drive-through at McDonald's the other day. He's like, "Man, we're swimming in cash." He goes, "We can't even keep up with yeah. what's going on." I mean, it says McDonald's is just. He well, says because it's a, it's affordable I, and I it's want, convenient and it's yeah. I was in line this morning at four o'clock, and I was five deep, and I ordered. Well, I wanted an frappe, apple, uh, apple pie, and a frappe. Okay. okay, medium frappe. Breakfast of champions. They charged me medium frappe, but they only got me a small frappe. I got the same for Tommy. And I wanted an apple pie. Well, they were out of apple pies, and they gave me a strawberry and cream pie. Ew, that's not the same. Well, first of all, this thing. Sounds pretty good. This thing was, well, it was baked before the damn uh, storm. Okay. I mean, it was like a dog chew. Now, I will point. say, Captain, the workers... <laughs> I couldn't the, eat it. The workers at the McDonald's down here by the marketplace, uh, they're always very nice to Oh, me. yeah. I got no, no. They're always very... Riverside. And Yeah, um, Rivers. Oh, the one... Okay, the one across from... Brugger's. Uh, and yeah. Subway and everything. Okay, yeah, I you don't, talk about a problem area, Brugger's is just oh, a I, it, cluster. I mean, it's like driver's ed to get out of there. I mean, oh, my God. It's, oh, it's just, ridiculous. It's terrible. Yeah. How, who designed that? I don't know, but well, I... They were very the limited. City, they didn't did have the much space. Well, why did the city approve that? No, I don't understand. There's no place to park there. Why not put a Brugger's out on Scott Boulevard? Were they just not getting near the business? I, 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 I guess. They, I if there is a Brugger's on Scott Boulevard down and by... They Dutch, obviously wanted to be on Riverside Drive in Iowa City. And they making onion bagels. You know? Did they really? Those yeah. are my favorite. Oh, yeah. In, I went, yeah, we go, well, we've... We're not doing those. Well, anymore. you remember when Brugger's changed. Didn't Brugger's, Brugger's used to be locally owned because I knew yeah. the guy who owned it. started in Minneapolis. And they're, yeah. yeah. And remember when Brugger's They were used, really good. They had great soup. They had this tomato cheese soup, their fresh mushroom soup, their bacon corn Well, they chuck. had fresh bagels. All too. Yeah, and they made all their bagels daily. All that changed when it was bought out yeah. about yeah. 10, 15 years ago because I used to work with a girl whose husband was one of the owners. And everything changed. All of a sudden, the bagels weren't near. I still go there. I like bagels. I like soup. Well, I went there a, a week ago Sunday, and it took me Oh, I, did you go through the drive-thru? Uh, yes. We had to wrap around. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. And then there's nowhere for the cars to park. And you can't. Okay. And people are trying to get yeah, out. Yeah, it's brutal. As you're Do you want to hear something stupid? The last time I went there, Jan went there this time. The last time I went there, I went out. I finally got out. 
and I wasn't thinking, and I looped around, and I ended back in the same. Oh, I, Captain, I did, that. I, I did that the first time. I'm like, and then I couldn't get out of it because there was a car behind me. So I had to go through the drive-thru again, and the girl looks at me. She's like, Didn't, I'm like, I got stuck. And she's like, you would not believe how many times that well, happened. Well, I, I, hello. Hey, a couple of days after, after the Durango, I'm driving by the Wendy's in Coralville, and I'm noticing that the line is short. And it's actually, if you if you look for more than 30 seconds, you can actually see it moving for once. So I went through, and it was a whole new crew. There was a Asian girl that uh, taking the money at the first window, and it, I went right through. Where's okay, the Wendy's and Coral? Uh, hey, are you guys got a new crew or something? And they said, oh, no, we're from the Cedar Rapids store because our power's down. Oh. We're subbing. And now it's back to normal. So where's the Wendy's Seven. in Coralville? I don't know. It's by Walmart. Oh, up there by McDonald's and okay, yeah, you're okay up there by just north of the Coral oh, okay. Mall. Okay. Yeah, back to wrap around the building. Okay. With the cars. Yeah, I'm just taking shake. Prior and to Derecho like and everything, I drive by the Wendy's on First Avenue, Tom. There'd be nobody there. Now yeah. it's just constantly packed with along with McDonald's. It's like people have well, changed their ways since this Derecho hit. It goes to show you, it's all about the manager and the crew. So I'm well, wondering if maybe I could drive clear up to Cedar Rapids and get a frosty faster than I could if I just drove through the corridor one. Well, the, the, the neat thing about though going to the Iowa City one is uh, it's like going to an MMA. <laughs> you know, you know. I mean, it is at times. I used to just leave there in fear, like that that somebody was gonna somebody was gonna lead out from the window there and just choked me because they just hated me being there so much. What do you want? What do you want? I, want my... I just want my food. Man. All right, well, here it is. And get the hell out of here. Hey, no. Pat. Yeah. Maybe there's like a, a secret code or something, magic word, that gets you a bag of weed. Hey. Just you, kidding. You never know. Listen, they were selling weed out of the uh, the uh, Taco Bell and Muscatine for freaking years. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Shut her down. That's I'll, the only way to make that food taste good. I'll take it. No, I don't mind some Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Well, the mind. last time I ate there with well, you, Steve, yeah, it was it terrible. Was, it no, was you bad. might have some, but like if I've gotten their steak chalupas before. They're not bad. No, I've eaten there where it's okay. And it, I'm biased because my nephew, my not, niece's husband is a big wig. not El Senior Cactus or no. anything, but it's fine. But, but my niece's the husband last time, is a big wig with Taco I don't know Bell. what they were doing. He runs like 70 of them in Ohio. Was We didn't have COVID then, so... It just wasn't any good. And it I will didn't say, have any flavor. The other, the Taco Bell over here by Captain's House, I always get incredible service there. They're always very friendly. Oh, yeah. I've never had any trouble with the service. Yeah. Great I just service. just didn't like the food. The food wasn't what did you good get? the last time. Do you remember time. what you got? It's tacos. Just tacos. And they just, what was it just didn't, didn't have any, have any Now, there are times where I've eaten Taco Bell. My biggest complaint between Taco Bell and Taco John's, Taco Bell sometimes is sort of tasteless. Taco yeah. John's is great. Hello. You know, I used to do some part-time Uber driving, and then when Uber Eats started, I had a request to pick up food at IHOP, so I go to IHOP, and I'd rather just pick up people, but I, you know, I got stuck with doing a delivery. You don't know where you're going until you pick up the food, and I picked up food in IHOP in Coralville, and I delivered all the way to Cedar Rapids. Wow. Wow. And I thought to myself, well, this is strange. I'm pretty sure there's an IHOP in Cedar Rapids, and I thought a little more about it, and I'm like... You know, I bet I was a mule. I tell you what, I don't know what what was all in that package, but uh, I bet I was delivering something from one from one kitchen staff to, to somebody else. Interesting. So. Very possible. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you're a mule. You're like Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Very like average. Clint Eastwood. Very average movie. Yeah. You an IHOP fan? Just... 
I don't mind IHOP. Not really. No. I mean, I've had it. No. no. Don't it's, like I it. I put it there with Denny's and all the others. Don't like it. What don't you like about it? Uh, the you're, you're eating pillows instead of pancakes. Perkins makes absolutely the best pancakes. They do. Perkins Village Inn is okay. They're okay. Village Perkins, God, Perkins are really good. An omelet sounds and good. And right I, the last time I ate at IHOP, the it's I just didn't like it. It isn't at all. bad. It's I just isn't great. And you know why would if I go to IHOP, why would you get a hamburger? Well, didn't they try to specialize in hamburgers for yes. a while and yeah. it just backfired? And they yeah. switched back. Yeah, you, you just you, you knew that was a disaster yeah. waiting to happen. Yeah. So, but no, but I just I was stunned at how crowded the. Wendy's was, but like the workers at McDonald's were like, man, we've had to bring extra help in during. We just can't keep up with yeah. the demand. Well, because yeah. people are afraid to, you know, cook and shop and go out yeah. to restaurants and sit. And I mean, every time you go to that McDonald's, they're all wearing gloves. There's they yeah. don't touch oh, yeah. any of the stuff, and they no, all, they're all masked and they're all wearing patience. Hello. Lines are just going crazy today. Do you have any idea how long before Taco John's opens up in Corville? No. Uh, Are they reopening? Yeah, yeah. D- down by close to the Five Guys, I think. Oh, okay, okay. It's, uh, yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, but I, I don't know when. But no, yeah, they shut down way before Directio. They shut down, didn't they? Didn't they? Taco have, John's been gone for a year. Didn't they, they have some issues? Oh yeah, like oh, the, yeah. They were like not keeping their meat at the right temperature, storage stuff. Oh, the stuff. whole thing was a cluster. God, that's great. I ate there. You know something? But it was. Good. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. the potato olays, there's nothing they were better. Good. I remember the tacos going there. were good. I remember yeah. going there one time, though, and I got potato olays, and I drove away, and they hadn't seasoned them. And it was just, Oh, I'll bet you broke into tears. I just, would. It was just like eating nothing. Do you know, seriously, and I, I, this is a true story, I swear to God, I might have told it here because I'm senile. We used to go to Adolph's Tacos in the Quad Cities. Adolph's. Adolph's Tacos. And huh. on 5th on fifth in Moline. And it was great. It was delicious. And I swear they got shut down for selling. They were mixing Alpo dog food Jeez. in with Ew. it. And they got shut down. And when they reopened, I swear, they reopened again. It didn't taste as good. <laughs> I, I thought you were saying they were also selling hate or something. Hate <laughs> no. and divisiveness. <laughs> good old And what did you also go to, like Saddam's hot dog shop? <laughs> Hello? Why would a place call themselves Adolf? Because uh, yeah, the guy's I, name was Adolf. Uh, First Avenue, uh, Wendy's drive through That guy was just really friendly. He's like they recognized they had an image problem, but problem was the burger was drenched in condiments. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's one of the problems with fat. That's why I usually get my stuff yeah, I don't plain. Get they put way Burger too, King puts too much, way too much, too much condom. Well, whenever I get a Whopper, I always say without mayonnaise. I should say without ketchup and mustard, because then it's just it's just bathing. Well, you go get a fish sandwich at McDonald's, and I, they just drench it. I in did tartar the other sauce. day. It was drenched in tartar sauce. Yeah. The other thing, Captain, is the bun was stale. I think it had been sitting there for a while. And do you realize how small McDonald's fish sandwiches are now? Well, you no, should have I seen don't. this pie. I mean, they are. This pie was the size of a Snickers bar. Well, these fish sandwiches I mean, have shrunk. And I'm not, Tommy goes, what is that? He thought it was a pack of cigarettes. Well, a McDonald's fish sandwich used to fill up the whole yeah. cardboard thing. Now it's it looks like a hand. It's tiny. Hello? Yeah, the jingle at the drive-thru of the Corgo Taco John's was La Cucaracha. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. So no, but they did. Didn't they shut down twice for health reasons? What I, I don't know about yeah, the, twice. The, the one, uh, yeah, I the know one they, out on the strip. I know they shut down once, and then they came back, and then they shut down permanently. Okay, because I used to go there yeah. some. Oh, we did oh, too. You bet. Yeah. 
Hello? Hey, Captain, yeah, on that Adolf, part of what got him in trouble is they never hid the cans in the back alley. They had somebody <laughs> back there, and they just had a stack of like 120 cans of alcohol. That's, that's, that's true, isn't it? I, I, I don't know whether that guy. I'm serious. That's funny. It was delicious, and then we ate there. Oh, no, Alpo's good. I, I, wish, I, I, tasted it. I wish I would have known that when I had my dogs. You've just, tasted it. I have. You know, my dogs would eat their dog food, but, like, if I had steak or something and they knew I was making steak, I'd serve them their food. They'd look at me like, wait a second. Yeah. They wouldn't eat it if they, whenever I had steak. So I always had to make a steak for my dogs. Because now if I would have known this, I'd be like, Jesus, dude, you could go to a restaurant and your, your stuff, this is being served at restaurants. Hello. Um, Oh, gotta have oh boy, there is there is some good news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm just curious. You guys know more about average. That. How do they? How does Pancheros in Iowa handle that? Pancheros. Oh, you mean they just Pancheros doesn't pay for? I mean, well, happens? right. I mean, if there's no burrito lift, there's no. Is that something you pay for in advance? You think? I mean, will Iowa yes. have to reimburse I, them? You, don't you have to pay like half in advance? I think probably. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to be another part of the seventy-five million dollar oh, sure. loan that Iowa gets. Yes. Pay, well, pay. remember, I wanted us on the uh, scoreboard. You know, uh-huh. and, and I, I checked into it, and wasn't it like? Twenty thousand oh, in advance. It was, oh, it's incredible! <laughs> yeah, it was twenty thousand in advance. This wasn't a permanent thing. Either. Well, you know, twenty thousand in advance and twenty thousand or fifteen. And it was a rotator, after. wasn't you know, it? Steffington's yeah. Steffington's has done those wedding announcement during games at Kinnick Stadium, and mm-hmm. I remember being told how much that was not cheap to get those wedding announcements. Was it like five thousand. I can't remember, and I'm not at liberty of saying. Well, this was twenty in advance and like fifteen in thirty days or something. And like, Jesus, hello. hello? Hey, Captain, I hung up on you earlier. Yes, your ADOS is 100% true. That was serious about the cans in the alley Jesus. and uh, yeah. seeing pictures of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was really good with the dog food. Okay, here's a question. It was excellent. What's was the difference between... But, uh, I didn't go back, i got to tell you. <laughs> and, and I actually also think it wasn't just dog food. I think there was also cat food. Uh, there was the different amounts of pet food in it, but and they had yeah, the right, yep. just the right amounts because it was it was just the right amount. It yeah. was seasoned perfectly. <laughs> it really was. And so when they reopened again, you know, we saw it on TV, and uh, you know, all my friends are going, "Yeah, let's go there." Let's. No, it's okay. Were they barking? <laughs> uh, we all go there, yep. and we're all going. Well, this just saying it's good. Were you sniffing each other's <laughs> butts? Well, we were doing that anyway. And, uh, so, would you have issues though? My hair wasn't as shiny either. <laughs> would you have issues, Captain, if they reopened okay. as as Adolf, right. but also on the other side, they're a pet store? Yeah. Would you have any concerns? Yes, I would. No, they were they were. They, so, what's the difference between regular human meat and dog meat? You what? have to be able to eat the food that your pets eat. I it, think it's yeah. it's different cuts of meat. I mean, better cuts yeah. of meat in our food and, and but it's still your grade okay all right yeah but you have to be they it has to be consumable by humans for a dog when meat. i was a, uh, like three years old two years old my mother said i used to love milk bones and i'd chew on milk they bones don't and have suck any flavor milk bones. She said I love sawdust them. well then why don't you think my dogs would eat dog food when i was eating steak because they can smell the steak and they yeah, want Yeah, the they wouldn't. They would because literally. Because you're eating it. They would literally ignore anything I put in the bowl while yeah. I was eating steak, and they'd sit there and whine. And then 
to the point where I had to I had to cook another steak for the dogs. Well, I Lily, I told Lily every night, I'm not you know unless you feed your eat your food, you're not going to get treats off the table, and <laughs> then she'll eat the food. I got a good one for you. This my buddy had this dog. It was a black lab named Lolo, and she would eat anything. I was loved eating. We'd we'd play this game with her where we'd get different types of food you know we'd get like a, a piece of candy a piece of meat anything mm-hmm. but we'd throw in a ble- a green or black olive it was the only thing she would never eat so we'd throw her like six or seven pieces of meat we'd throw her some other stuff and then we'd try to squeeze in a green olive and she'd taste it always would drop right out of her mouth yeah. every time never the moment it touched her tongue it was gone we could never get her to eat an olive hello yeah, those ate all tacos made me throw up. <laughs> but, but then I turned around and ate the vomit. So oh. oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Good Lord. <laughs> this is going to go down as a Hawk Fanatic podcast. We've Congra- tried, congratulations. We've get, broken, to hear, get to hear it again, Pat. We've, bro, we've broken down some Hawkeye stuff today. I mean, um, I... There isn't any Hawkeye stuff. Tyler had a really interesting podcast with Rick Hiller. Talked yeah, he did. It, it was interesting. I listened to that. Rick talked about how he thinks baseball needs to be played next spring, and it was very interesting if anyone wants to get a kind of their baseball fix. Yeah. I mean, Rick is such a good interview. He I, is. It was, and, the, and Tyler handles it. Well. No, Tyler's doing well with it. You know, yeah. He's already got a sponsor, and I um, – I appreciate Rick doing it. I appreciate Spencer Lee making time mm-hmm. to do it. And, you know, Tyler's kind of building his brand now, and it's it's helping. I mean, it's good. I mean, podcasts are a way of the future. Hello? You know, true story. As an RA in the dorms at the university in the 90s, we'd have these uh, cookouts for the students, and we'd get it from the kitchen. They'd give us a big box of frozen burgers and some sides and some you know, all, all the fixings for the sandwiches. And on the frozen box of burgers, it would say, grade D, but edible. <laughs> so is that kind of like dog food? Yeah, were they good? And on the grill, they tasted pretty darn good. Okay. It, it, it said right on the box, grade D, yep. but edible. All right. That's interesting. So what's the meat we're getting at high V? Grade what? Is that grade, grade A? A. Uh, so what's the difference between grade A and grade D, would you think? Just, well, what's the difference between getting an A and getting a D? Well, um, well, grade D, I mean... Sadly, I can tell you that story. <laughs> yeah. One is you found someone to cheat off of, the other one you didn't. <laughs> I mean, grade D, you're going to have, yeah, you know, bones and, and brains. And trails. And, yeah. Yeah. I thought that's hot dogs. Yeah. Junk. What's in a what? hot dog? What's not in a hot dog? Well, hot dogs aren't grade A meat usually. No, they're either. usually uh, a C. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, they're usually C. I mean, hot dog. I love hot dogs. I do too. I mean, I don't love them. I kind of love them. I can be in the mood for them. I'm. I like Chicago dogs. They're just a little too iffy. I I'm guess. with you on that for the most part. But I do like if you can hide the hot dog under celery, big peppers, and onion, and all the stuff on a Chicago dog. Then I can. You get a good stuff. hot dog, and I mean a real good hot dog, like an all beef hot dog. They're pretty. Dead. Yeah, they're you know, they're not bad. I don't like fat hot dogs. I yeah. I actually like skinny ones. I'm with you on that one. I like them well done too. Yeah, well, it depends on what they got in them. I mean, give me a good chili cheese dog, and I'm there. How about beans and weenies? No. Oh, I love beanie weenies. Nope. You're not a beans and weenies. Oh, I love beanie weenies. Hello. Hello, Jeff from Batdorf. How you doing, guys? Hey, good, good man. Good. Hey, Henry's five burgers and a pound of fries for five bucks. <laughs> yeah, that? I remember. Yeah. That. You guys yeah. talk about Henry's hamburgers? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the first Pe- fast food. Peppy's tacos. Remember Peppy's? Yes. Do not. No, I do. 
Henry's is the first hamburger oh. fast food joint I ever went to. They had one in Des Moines right by where I lived. I had a, a friend who worked at Henry's. There were competition for McDonald's right at the beginning, weren't yeah. there? Yeah, I had a friend who worked at Henry's who would, he'd get off work and he'd bring just bags of their french fries burgers. Weren't, weren't their stuff. french fries really good? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I remember. No, Henry's was good. Now, here's a name. Do you guys remember Zyder Z? No, no. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you for Thanks, the Jeff. Call. Yeah. You don't remember Zyder Z, a seafood place we had one? No, in, no. I don't even know how to spell it, Captain. Google Z I D E R Z E E or Z. Google fee, seafood Zyder Z. I've it never was, even heard of you've it. You've never heard of it? I know I'm not hallucinating. I mean, I, I don't think I am. I mean, the 80s were a long time ago. Um, Zyder Z, I know there was one in Des Moines. I can remember where it was, and I remember my. I thought my family said it was kind of a national seafood chain that has gone since a. Zyder Z. Zyder Z. Uh, it's still around. It's still around. It's in Holland, New York. And what is it? Uh, it's an Amer- it says American restaurant, family restaurant, homemade pies. Okay, so it's not seafood. I cheesecakes, it- cookies, chocolates. Hello? You remember Mr. Quicks on the Corville Strip? Yeah, yeah you bet. Yeah. 25 cent burgers? Yeah, they were, they when, were Are we talking 70s, 80s? 60s. Oh, 60s? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do not remember Mr. Quick. Yeah, Mr. I do Quick. remember Henry's, and I do uh, remember... Jan's pet name for me. Uh, <laughs> what, Mr. Quick? <laughs> Hello. For all the wrong reasons. Hello. Hi, dog. Hey, dog. Did anybody mention taco, uh, taco Grande? Nobody has to this point, but uh, yeah, it was good. Do you remember that one there in the corner market? And- yes. Yeah. Gilbert? No, the yes. 70s, 80s, 90s? 60s. Five 60s. tacos for a dollar. 60s, 70s, yep. Yeah. Five tacos yeah. for a dollar. Could you imagine that? Yeah. And they had a rockin' jukebox. Well, it was good. Yeah. And there was a taco vendor on Burlington Street, and at the time I wasn't eating um, a lot of Mexican food. I, I don't know why. I would order triple cheeseburgers, and they would charge me a different price every time. I mean, they never knew what to charge me. That sounded like that one taco, Jose Taco, over where um, Timmy Flynn's was. Yeah. Yeah. They, They never had the same price there either. Jose Taco. And it was terrible. I think they had Alpo. It wasn't great, was no, it? Oh, Alpo, it no. makes it good. Alpo was pretty good. Yeah. So why did you stop eating Mexican? Were you making <laughs> a thing. political statement? I, I, <laughs> no, it, I didn't stop. I just hadn't had a lot of my my parents. I don't recall ever making any. God, I love any I, Mexican food. I just wasn't in tune with it. I loved it when my my, my mom would make tacos maybe once. As a week. soon as I tried I never, my first taco, I, I never had I never tacos looked back until I was but, in high school. Oh God, yeah. I had them as a young kid. Yeah. The other thing we used to get was I'd just get the tortilla shells and I'd get hot sauce and di- I'd warm the tortilla shells up and dip them in hot sauce and just eat those. Hello. I also heard stories about when Kevin's mom Dorothy had the McDonald's franchise and. And that first McDonald's where Flowerama is on Riverside, mm-hmm. the lines of people before before drive up, just lines of people walking up to get a ten dollar hamburger and a fifty or a ten cent hamburger and a fifteen cent cheeseburger. Yeah. So what was this back in the seventies? Sixties. Sixties. Earlier than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Wow. So it's been around that long. I didn't realize yeah. it'd been there that yeah, long. Yeah, Flowerama used to be a uh, McDonald's. Oh, I did not realize that. Yeah. So, but um. But I do, God, the thought, Henry's. I can remember Henry's, and I yeah. liked I loved Henry's. Remember Sandy's? No. Yes. Sandy's was 
No, um, that's a song it's, from it's, Greece. It's isn't Hardy's. It? It's Hardy's now. Uh, but it was they had their big Sandy was an answer to the Big Mac, where it was two burgers, a bun, and they would put cabbage instead of lettuce. And you know. tartar sauce yeah. <laughs> instead of yeah. You're losing was, me. Who had the big Scott? Was it Scotty's or was, was it Sandy's? Sandy's. Remember when Arby's yeah. had the big Montana? Yeah, uh-huh. I, I remember a, when Anthony and I we ate that a monster burger. They wanted us to try it out on the air. Uh huh. And I couldn't eat for a day and a half. I was full. Remember I when mean, we challenged Kurt Means period. on the air to eat those two? You guys were doing a promo at Hardee's, and they had yeah. those monster breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> He did. He ate he both, ate but then both I don't think he sh- didn't he not show up for work the next day. He was ill. We challenged him on the air to eat two of them, and he ate both of them. I think I don't remember being ill. I remember him eating both of them. Yeah. Hello. All right, this is dumb. But when I was a kid, I got challenged to eat um, Alpo Dry, <laughs> and it tasted just like grape nuts. <laughs> I'm not lying. It was just like grape nuts. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys ever eat at Mark's Big Boy when it was around? Uh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I did before yeah, my we time. We had one in downtown Cedar Rapids, and they had a Woolworths down there too. They both had pretty good burgers. Yeah, no, Big Boy was good. I've eaten at a Big Boy. Yeah, and they're not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't believe right, nobody up. Day, so nobody up here. Nobody up here's ever heard of Zyder Z. No, no. That's no. weird because there was one in Des Moines. Well, hello. We didn't live in Des Moines. Well, no, I know, but I figured yeah. there'd be more oh, around. Is Shooter still there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Tom, this is Tom Stokes. I, hey, Stokes. Do you remember Charcoal's? Oh, my God, yes. Charcoal's <laughs> was the the best. That's, like That's the f- all I had, man. See you uh, later. All right. Yeah, in fact, uh, Brian Grassy, his family owned the Charcoal's. And, in, in fact, Brian call- is, is Amy and Molly's landlord. Okay, when did they call? They were open when I went to school here, right? Yes. Yeah, because I they, I always thought oh, I ate there. Oh, Charcoal's was great. First time I ever had Kentucky <laughs> my, Fried Chicken. My favorite place was Charcoal's or King's Food Halls. And Stokesy, the best thing about Charcoal's was the deep fat fried rolls. Hello. So Charcoal served Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes. Yeah. The Hello? actual Kentucky Fried Chicken or their own version? No, KFC. No. It was the first. Time I'd ever oh so they were in, they KFC. were in business together I'm confused how he bought the franchise yeah. and ran it out of there yeah I oh. mean so it, there was a Kentucky Fried Chicken inside Charcoal's yeah okay. they lost KFC and it um, was just Washington. part of the it was part of the menu oh, Washington okay. closed their KFC it's closed already yeah hello Sandy's hamburgers yeah they were good there you go. <laughs> Short and to the point. Concise. Yeah, you know, he didn't need to. He didn't need any trimmings. He's, and know. I'll bet Stokesy. I'll bet you got the jawbreaker number thirteen. Hello. And I'll bet he did too. Hey, anybody remember the old, the best gristled steak at Georgia's Steakhouse downtown? I do not. Yeah. Did you mean the best steakhouse? Was that what it was? Yes. Best steakhouse the, or Georgia's Steakhouse? Yeah, the best steakhouse. I think George was the name of the guy, one of the guys that, that owned it. Kind of a pretentious title. Dasevich, huh? wasn't the it? Best. The best. No, Dasevich was uh, George's Gourmet. That's it. So that's was it. it the best steakhouse? I mean, just, oh, it was that's great. pretty powerful. I mean, was it the best? Though? It, they had the best Texas toast. Yes. Oh, I nice love Texas toast. steak and baked potato. It was great. It the was the like best, five bucks. the best value ever. Okay. 
Just to say you're the yep. best at right something. Right across the street from the Iowa Theater, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yep. So these are all it's restaurants. Been fun hearing about the old restaurants the last couple of days. I know. It makes you hungry, doesn't it? So we're talking about the yeah. 60s and the 70s with all these restaurants you're talking yes. about, right? Because I've been here since the 90s, and none of these ring a bell to me. You missed out, man. Well, we Golden had, Corral. We had. I went to Golden Corral. Golden Corral. We had. <laughs> we had somebody come in, and want. Uh, hey, they're closed. You know. Golden Corral, and I said, "Yeah, they closed seven years ago." I remember when I first <laughs> they moved. Wanted, to, they wanted a refund. When I moved up here and lived on Summit Street, I would yeah. go down there. Yeah. Didn't they have like an all-you-can-eat buffet? Yes. Yeah. I'd yes. go there a few times. It wasn't bad. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Eight Hello. nine bucks. It was fine. Fellas, you may recognize my voice. I am the uh, nighttime person on the sister station, yeah. ninety-nine plus. Yes. Roberto. Hey, Roberto. Yeah. Hello, fellas. Well, I want an uh, update. Henry's Drive-In, or uh, Henry's in Rock Island. I used to work there. Huh? And it was owned by Nate Anders, and he was Jewish, and he had koshered meat. And he also brought in the hot dogs. Remember the hot dogs yeah. at Henry's? Yes. They yeah. were they were also kosher, and, and he got the Nathan's uh, hot dogs from, what, Chicago, I believe? Yeah. We, we used to play hockey with those frozen hamburger patties <laughs> on the floor in the back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Captain, do you remember Sambo's in yeah. Oh, yeah, Sambo's. Yeah. There was one on the east side of Des Moines. We'd go there and yeah. eat a lot. Yeah. They had good hamburgers. Yeah. We're nah. choice of names. Thank you, fellas. <laughs> Thanks, Roberto. I don't think you could get away with having a Sambo's today. <laughs> no. no, they no. There we is always one. Called it, we always called it Slambo's. It, it, there is one. Where? Oh, God. I'd always go, I remember getting hamburgers and french fries at the Sambo's. It was on the east side. We'd always go to there when we'd go over to the State Fair or to Salvation Army to play basketball. Sambo's was always a stop. I think I always got breakfast. Uh, they, I they, did Sambos. that, too. They just changed their name. There I, was uh, Sambo's uh, in Santa Barbara. They haven't changed their name yet, but they did take off the Sambo's name. So it's his restaurant. Hey, our buddy from First Avenue Club just said, um, I think the Riverside Brugers is so busy right now because Iowa Avenue store has been closed until students get back to campus. That's what I thought, too. And maybe with the students And yes, back, but that still open. doesn't change, yeah, that doesn't change the, the way it's laid out. No, it doesn't. No, it's... The yeah. layout is... I mean, I felt like an idiot because I, I just... You should have just kept going around in circles, Captain. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Jeff. One more time. Yeah. Shakey's Pizza next to Kmart oh, on Brady Street. Well, no, Shakey's here was great, too. Yeah. That's where we used to have our oh, we used to have Little League. Shakey's or Canadian Bacon. Oh, yeah. Oh, they had the best meatballs. They had great. Yeah. And they were great for, like, if you had a little. Uh, boobies. Yeah. If you had a Little League team, you'd do a yeah, season-ending team yeah. party. We'd, shake, we'd always do them at Shakey's. Shakey's had some fried potatoes or, yeah. like, wedges or something yeah. that were just... Shakey's was good. It was oh, good, yeah. and man, you really got was. so much food for what you paid. Oh, I would. I loved Shakey's. Yeah, it was. Hello. Hey, Pat. <laughs> yeah. What, what's your all-time favorite munchies after you get stoned out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> you notice he said not just stoned, but sto- what do you say, stoned? Out of your mind. Um, there is a Shakey's uh, in Omaha. Stay, Shakey's is still around. No, I know. It's just not... Actually, my... F- what was your favorite of uh, stone food been? Um, chips? You're a chip guy, aren't you? A chip... Uh, pizza. Pizza? Yeah. Hello? Oh. Pizza would be up there. Hello? 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 
Are you there? Yeah, we, we think so. <laughs> We're here. Okay, I got a charcoal story. Okay. Okay, well, the jawbreaker, yeah, I guess it was 13. Yeah. You know, window six, drive to the window, and then we'd sit there and eat. This is high school for me, so that would be late 50s. Mm-hmm. And then, you remember they had the big uh, trash containers yes. on the way out. Yes. <laughs> you know where this is going. I do. Yeah. So you'd, yeah. you'd light your sack <laughs> on fire and throw it in the, in the incinerator, and then you'd drive down Highway 6 a mile or two and then come back, and the planes would just be shooting out the top of that thing. So was that a felony? <laughs> it, well, they had a... It was an incinerator. I think it had a screen when they were going yeah. to really burn it. But, of course, it was wide open, so you threw all your paper bags and so on in there. <laughs> and so it was all innocent fun. Not oh, burn, sure. But then when you, came, when you came back the other way, of course, the flames were shooting. Out the <laughs> and you remember, you remember the call. You'd make your order and, yep. and the... the yeah. Drive throughs had numbers, you know, and, and number six, drive to the window. <laughs> uh huh. Oh no, I love I loved Turcos. That's the a jawbreaker good, was That's bad. a good story. Yeah. The jawbreaker, yeah, hey, number Z- thirteen. It was great. And Zyder Z was in Des Moines, Pat. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I remember it it was out by the airport someplace, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yes it was. But I just don't remember yeah, what you, kind of place it was. For some reason, I thought it was a seafood place, but I think I'm getting it mixed up with the Rusty Scupper. That was another <laughs> restaurant in Des Moines that was on. It was on Ingersoll Drive. It was a fancy place called the Rusty Scupper. Was it Zyder Z was on Fleur or something? I think so, yes. I thought it was on Fleur Drive, out by the airport, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to fly in there, and we'd go over there and eat sometimes. So. Yep, so I was okay. not imagining things. Hey, good story. That was yeah. a good story. <laughs> hey, I wanted, I don't know if we've addressed this. We've been all over the place. But on a serious note, Lute Olson's not doing very well. No, uh-huh. he's it's, in hospice. He's in hospice. And um, somebody tweeted out, I tweeted out something. Um, I put out, somebody, Greg Hansen, a reporter from down there, if you believe in the power of prayer, your positive thoughts would be welcomed by Lute Olson. The Tucson legend is in the fight of his life. And I tweeted, thoughts and prayers, Lute, Hayden, and Gable formed a legendary triumvirate during a special period in Iowa. It sure was. Think about that period in the late 70s, early 80s. That pretty much catapulted us into the... It sure did. And that was, I mean, Hayden, Lute, and Gable, is there a better triumvirate? A better time? No, I'm saying, find me a school, a college, that had a better trio than those three in those three sports. Think Think about that. It'd be hard. Hello. Hey, sorry to bother you guys. I just wondering, have you guys, does anybody remember the Purple Cow? Oh, sure. Liberty? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I oh, I didn't know if anybody else remembered that and stuff. That's all I wanted, is just reminiscing and well, Yes, tell me about guys. it. So, what was it about? Well, yeah, they had... Well, thanks for bringing a laugh to everybody every day and all this craziness. So, well, hey, you bet. pretty awesome. Thanks, appreciate yeah. it. Well, they yeah. had a... Uh, they had a cow out front for one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was you know treats and stuff. Wasn't there a place and... in downtown Iowa City called the Motley Cow? Yes. Is yeah. it still around? No. It was like a, a expensive kind of a hamburger. And... Not hamburgers. It was more. You could get hamburger though. Cause... Salads and you know it kind was, of quirky. It was right across the street from the Press Citizen. When I yeah, was, quirky when I was here in college during uh, right before Christmas, we took the chicken. Remember the chicken? 
that was out in front of uh, yeah. Lassie's Red Barn. Yeah. Uh huh. We took that chicken, we unbolted it, and took it out on the. And I can't believe I did this because I'd be scared at Estless today. We took it out uh, on the river. The river was frozen, and dressed it in a Santa suit and put it out there. <laughs> Hello. You know, for the record, ever since Pat's been on the air, I've been I've been in line at Brugger's for crying out loud. <laughs> and, uh, and they just took my order, and I'm about ready to pay for it. They've only got two different kinds of bagels left. Pretty ridiculous. But, wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, I've, been, I've been in line for 45 minutes, I think. Yeah. Just make sure you get out of there safely, or next thing you know, you're going to be back in line. Yeah. If you take the wrong and, turn. And, yes. You know, speaking, speaking of that trifecta, you got to add, add uh, uh, Vivian. Vivian to the uh, yeah I mean yeah, you're right yeah. you're right Vivian Stringer was yeah, that's hired right. the thing is though Vivian was hired after Loot left they were never together oh they were never they were they ne- didn't Vivian overlap. was hired in eighty three eighty four Loot left in eighty two eighty three but yeah. no you're right though I mean you uh-huh. but that was a stretch there where those four coaches were I mean you could add Vivian into that thing but just for the three that were there at the same time try to think of any college Notre Dame Alabama any Michigan Ohio State that had a better threesome than them I think I'm going to write and about Dwayne that And Dwayne Banks had some good teams he too. He did. I think I'm going to write about that though today. I may do something on that cuz it looks yeah, like Yeah, that'd be good. But it's I mean you know I'm biased a little bit but I've been trying to think about it Oklahoma all these different schools who had anything close to Hayden Fry, Dan Gable and Lou Olson together at the same time knowing what we know about Lou Olson now. I mean Hello the show's taking a legal turn. Captain admits to vandalism, and he got a guy committing arson. Is there any like, statute of limitations on arson? <laughs> well, there have been several felonies mentioned today. Well, they got the chicken back. Okay. Did they give the Santa suit back? <laughs> I don't know. Where did you find a Santa suit that fit that chicken? Is the uh, next question. One of the rental places had a Santa suit. No, we had this one night. Chicken was big. Everyone but me, I swear to God, everyone but me was pretty well baked. That chicken and was they came, big. They came back from. Yes, it was. Yeah, it took like four of us. It was. It wasn't light either. I mean, it was heavy. It took four or five of us to carry this damn thing, and it's like it, it's a quarter to one in the morning. Okay, and we're we're lifting the thing and we're going over the bridge. With the damn thing. And, yeah, set it out there. And the other guys were just, you know, they were screwed. We just, hey, let's set the chicken up in this. In because we had got the Santa suit for a promotion for the the uh, campus radio station that we, mm. that we had going. So, hello. Hey, do you remember Applegate's Landing? Yes. And it was excellent. Great salad yes, bar. Now, where was this? Oh, uh, the corner. Old Carlos Kelly's was, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Before my time again. And um, it used to be a Mexican drink on uh, First Avenue. It was owned by the Paulsons. Was yes. Senior Pablo's. Senior Pablo's, yes. Yeah, that was a good place, too. God, we, you know, I'd order their beef burritos, and they would give you not one, but two burritos, and they were... Thanks. Thanks, Colin. Huge. So, you know, I've noticed, I, I'd eat them. I've noticed but. a pattern. I know time changes everything, but all these places that we keep bringing, they're all gone. Yeah. None of them sustain. Yeah. Is it just because the families of the owner, did they go out of business or did they, they just run their course, most of these I, a lot Probably run their course. A lot of them, the real estate was sold okay. or people and, retire and, and, and somebody yeah. buys Or the land where it's, yeah. that used to be is being used for something different yeah. now. 
It's amazing, though, how many restaurants kind of run their course, you know? Yeah. Hello. Hey, I know what Pat's favorite snack was, man. <laughs> Baked potato and a fried egg on a toasted muffin. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> No, I would not like, okay, a baked potato with what now? A fried egg? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I'm not into mixing eggs other than with eggs. I'm not one of those guys that likes eggs on hamburgers and no. stuff like that. No, they don't work. But I love eggs with hash browns and uh, an omelet. Yeah, love. With uh, bacon. No, Scramble. burgers and no. eggs to no. me as a unit do not work. I'm with you. No. Hello? This place had the thickest menu ever, and that was the ground round, and it was great. Oh, the I ground loved the ground fantastic. I used to go to the ground yeah. round all the time. We did, loved too. Loved it. Loved Just it. about every Tuesday. We did, too. We great went, happy we hour. there all the time. Great happy hour. Yep. Good, steady food, decent service. And we went loved there it. all the time. And you'd get free popcorn. What yep. street was it on? Was it on Riverside or Gilbert? Riverside. Riverside. Loved it. Great Hello. happy. Great happy hour. You know... Speaking, speaking of food, you know Southern Justin likes likes food. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a coincidence. That's a good story. So we do, all like so do humans. Yeah. <laughs> you got the menus today. Now, if you do, you got Regina's menu, or do we have to call another Hawkeye legend to do yeah. your job? Yeah. Well, today for Regina, I love it when he does. In Iowa City. Okay. Right. They'll be having breaded pork sandwich. Broccoli and peas. Jeez. That's what Regina's having. That went and downhill. Today for Burlington, Burlington Iowa Elementary, they're all Catholic school. They'll be having a chili crispito with oven fries, salsa, garden salad, diced peaches, and string cheese. Again, breaded pork sandwich and a chili crispito, and that's a lunch menu on all on. Hawk Fanatic. Hawk Fanatic on the Mighty 1630. KCJJ. You know, Thanks, now, you Justin. know what I'm thinking of now is how crushed Marv Cook is right now, sitting in his office yeah. over in Cold right it's now. It's called Plez Atkins and have him give the <laughs> menus from where, wherever he is. he is. I actually got a lot of feedback from people. You'd be stunned at how much feedback I got from people saying they could not believe they turned on and Marv Cook was reading off his <laughs> And this one guy said, you know, and he actually seemed like he enjoyed it and prepared for it a I little bit. I believe he did. I think he did. And Hello. he threw us a curveball. He did. He threw great. us a curveball. Hello. 2020's not getting any better, Justin. <laughs> God, do you realize it's 1045? Yeah. It's 1045, and we really have... Well, this has been This has been, been a fun. Call, this has been a caller-driven show today. A caller paradise. But no, I think Iowa fans should all say a prayer for Lute Olson. I yeah. just don't want him to suffer. I mean, it's obvious that he's... I mean, how old? Lute's got to be around 90. 84. He? He's only 84? He's 84. Not that that's young, but that's... God, I didn't realize he was 10 years younger than my dad. My dad would be 94 if he was yeah. alive now. So, and didn't Lute have, he's had some health issues. Yeah, he has. He's had uh, problems in the past. It says here 85. 85. 85. You know, Uh, I mean, yeah, that's old, but that, you know, I mean, it's still, I just, my thoughts and prayers, I mean, I know he pissed off a lot of people when he left here, but he did rescue Iowa basketball and usher Iowa basketball into what has been a pretty good run of success. I mean, he did win. I mean, Lute won a Big Ten title. Yeah. He got to the Final Four. I mean, he was a – I mean, Lute's a Hawkeye legend. I, some people, he wasn't here long enough to be a legend. But oh, I you know, he was. he was. I think Lute was a legend. Yeah. Hello. 
<laughs> heard you mention Lou Olson there. Uh, thoughts and prayers. And uh, a lot of people don't remember that he coached at Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, no, he did. <laughs> and, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good run. Uh, you know, I, I'd have to dig back through my, uh, history books and, uh, pull up some stats, but, uh, <laughs> I, uh, been too busy looking up birthdays to really get into that. So, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, uh, speaking of restaurants, <laughs> there's, there used to be some pretty good ones in Iowa City. Worth <laughs> our. <laughs> you remember Pat? Yeah, we've talked about a few today. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening. <laughs> Never missed the show. <laughs> Are you working out? <laughs> hey, Suter. <laughs> yes. Any chance Anne will be in the morning? <laughs> Any chance Anne what? Be in in the morning. Anne be in in the be morning. Be in here in the show. Oh, uh, take, take, you know, take in, your wife to work day. Anything is possible. <laughs> she hasn't been in in a while. She comes in on Saturdays, doesn't she? Right. Yeah. Well, change it up. <laughs> <laughs> Was he breathing kind of hard today? He was. What do you think was going on there? Yeah, I think he's, he was on a treadmill or something. Okay, let's hold now. <laughs> Hello. Hey, can I tie this whole segment together with a reminder of an old restaurant, The Lark and Tiffin? Oh, oh my God. I heard, I, heard, I heard a story about how uh, Gables, Hawkeyes, went to Ames and just destroyed the Cyclones. And on the drive back, they stopped in Tiffin, and now the whole team thought they are going to celebrate with a meal. And he pulled. He got everyone out of the bus and told them to run back to Carver for practice because he wasn't pleased with how they how they how they wrestled. <laughs> that's a great story. If that's true, that is a great story. Oh, I love the lark. Oh, it the was lark the perfect was the supper. It was dark, smoky. Yeah. Oh, it was. When did it, when did it shut down? Um. 80... Well, it, it burnt down. Well, no, it was it was nineties. I was here. 90... I moved yeah, in. it burnt down. Yeah, it burnt down, but they never. Yeah, I was here too. Didn't they Why open didn't it up I again? Say 80s. Then somebody, the Carbushes, bought it. They moved. Or bought it the name to where Midtown Two is. Yes. Yeah, it burnt down in the nineties because I was yes, living here when it burnt down. But it yes. wasn't the same. No, it was. No, it was never the same. No, again. but I was here when I went there. It was. I just remember it being dark, and that's when you think of a steak house or whatever a dinner club you think of it being dark and smoky don't you? Yeah. yeah well like the the said rail is, is kind of like that. it's not that. smoky but it's well, well quad cities, times have changed back in the 90s you could smoke in a lot yeah. of different places. we had the plantation in the quad cities and it was a great steakhouse but and they were gambling it was an illegal gambling <laughs> bobby knight upstairs. loved the bobby knight liked the the lark <laughs> yes he, he would did. go there that was i mean yeah it was a it was an institution I mean, we uh, we need another place like that. I mean, Joseph's is a good, but it's different. There's, is there really anything in Iowa City like the Lark anymore? Anything close to it? Not really. And what was unique about the Lark too? It was not downtown. It was out. No, it yeah, was, it was in Tiffin. It yeah. was in Tiffin. That made it kind of unique in itself too. But yeah, I, I miss the Lark. We used to have the Ranch and the Highlander was another great supper club. Well, we got yeah. the, the Sed Rel is really good. Sed, Sed but Rel that's in Cedar Rapids, good. though, isn't it? It yeah. is. Yeah, 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 no, I've heard that it's good. It's I really just, damn good. I just don't. I wanted. Did it get damaged in the storm? I, I don't know? know. Yeah, I don't know. 
So well, that's, the phone is stopped. Should, well, should, maybe. Should, should wrap it up. This is fun. Callers are appreciated. And again, say, say a prayer for Coach Lute Olson. He needs it right now. And Molly Suter is next. No. Molly's not next? Well, we oh, you got police reports. reports. You got police reports. I was just looking at Molly on the couch. Oh, she's... Yeah. Molly's here. Are we doing police reports, Tommy? Well, we may be doing what some do from... you want to? We may be doing some from today's calls. <laughs> Hello. We already did police reports, Captain. <laughs> Hello. The uh, Lighthouse Inn in Cedar Rapids is like a supper club on the east side. It's been around forever. Huh, in you're fact, being... uh, Dillinger was going through town, and he sat down at a table, and his gun went off there. Really? So, so is it kind of dark, like supper clubs yeah. are? Yeah, and it, it's the ribs are ribs are incredible. Chicken huge, and the head steak. It's kind of the last of the supper clubs around. Interesting. And What's it called again? The Lighthouse. Light, I've Lighthouse. heard of it, but I've yeah, never eaten there. Okay. Yeah, it's on Mount Vernon Road, almost to Highway 13. It's uh, it's it's like. You know, it's like the Lark was. What was the one down by the Coralville Reservoir? Was that the Off ranch? The ranch? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. That was nice. So, God, hey, I that guy it. that called in earlier about wondering if you watched Saturday Night Live last night. Yeah. I think he was talking about the Republican uh, convention. That's oh. Oh, good. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. yeah. And no, I did not watch. Yeah, no, did, nor yeah. did I. Okay, the no, the varsity football team will be playing Thanks. Pleasant Valley. Regina's going to be playing Pleasant Valley Friday night at Regina. Pleasant Valley's a f- wow five four A school. Am I reading this right? The varsity team will be playing Pleasant Valley Friday night at Regina. Wow. Seven PM kickoff. Well, I'm glad they found an opponent, but that's boy, that's rough. Find out how good they are in a hurry. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll have to talk to Marv about that. that so you doing police reports? or No, we decided to put them off a day. So, in fact, Molly Suter is next. I guess Molly Suter is next. So Molly Suter is next. You ready? Yeah. She ready? She looks All ready. Right. I think she's ready. Hawk yeah. Fanatic, check it out, dot com.